that is a black guy. Jesus. <laughs> I wanted to Come set on. the mood, man. I wanted to set the mood, but we literally proved the no. fucking stereotype right there. Well, it is a stereotype for the exception of one thing. That it is harder to see black people in the dark. But that you see us. Like, you know we're there. That is terrible. My, my teeth are very white. There's a lot of questions you have right now. I and, do. Um, I do. To answer them, uh, I'm on the road right now. Todd is on vacation. We got to do an episode. Here we are in the bed of the condo I'm staying at in Edmonton. Yeah. We are fresh off of Calgary versus Edmonton roast battle. Mm-hmm. Our guest, Mir, this week is none other than Sterling Scott. Welcome. I feel welcome. Mirror I feel up. welcome. It's tradition. That's you what I was doing. I was mirroring up. Nice I was mirroring up. You know, get nice and tall. And then get a little sleepy. And then wake up, right? Because, oops, got to gotta make, got to watch. You sound Still like every black here. child in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first of many. <laughs> um, dude, I got to be honest. I'm absolutely zonked. My dad is watching this right now, and he'd be like, he's saying to my mom right now, uh, he's sick. He's pale. My, <laughs> my dad can look at my face immediately. The minute I walk into a door, and he can be like, you're going to be sick. Or you are, a, he always knows it's about to come. Like homeless people in rain, they know when the rain is coming. My dad. <laughs> homeless people in rain. My dad knows when I'm going to be ill, and he's right every time. And I've actually learned to, like, see it myself now. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because eight shows this week, and everyone else is sick at the club. Eight shows. Wednesday, Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, two tonight. But I feel like that's a little bit of your fault. You know the classic thing to do after every show is wash your hands. Dude, if I'm you are a road comedian and you do a show with 300 people in the crowd, at the end of the show, everyone's going to shake your hand, everyone's going to touch you. Yeah. The number one thing to do after every show, wash your hands. You will be surprised how much dirt comes off your hands because you guys don't wash your hands. Then you go and you eat fries. You go, and then you go, now why am I sick? You just lick the hand of 600 people. Yeah. Stop that. Wash your hands. They might be noticing we're just like looking straight ahead while talking to each other. There's a mirror behind the camera. Oh, yeah, there is. We are looking at each other through a mirror. I'm just imagining them watching, going like, they're talking to each other, but they just look forward. They never look at each other. This is like I was through the looking glass, but on the other side, we still broke. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like how you went for a drink. Almost as if to imply the applause break. Like, there you go. Have a nice laugh. I'm going to take my time. Comedians love... I've been told I talk as if I'm doing sets. I've seen you so many times go for a sip, but you've just drank in silence, and only the audience has heard gulp. Just your your own Adam's apple bouncing in fucking despair. I feel like every time I open a drink... Hold this closer. ...that there is an answer... But it's at the bottom of this, and you got to keep drinking till you get to okay. the bottom. Yeah. Once you've done that, <laughs> then you speak your answer. So now my and I'm fa- at the no. bottom of mine. <laughs> now my father's looking at my mother in the living room, going, "That's an alcoholic." <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, you, I am a social drinker. Let me explain what a social mm, drinker is. All right. I only drink in social settings. So when other people show up, I'll start drinking. <laughs> Don't, I'm not slurring because I'm You're drinking. Invisalign. I'm slurring because I have Invisalign <laughs> okay. braces on. That's fair. And as a guy who used to wear them, by the way, oh, you still do. I do. You don't wear them properly then. I don't wear them all the time because yeah, I don't like to sound like you right okay. now. 
You got to put them in, man. You got to put them in. I know, I know, but it just makes it longer. It, it makes your mouth dry, man. It does. And on stage, I don't want to have dry mouth. Every time you don't put it in, your teeth shift in a different direction. That's okay. I uh, never. You're asked gonna have perfect. Invisalign forever. I don't want perfect teeth. I asked the doc just, just make me decent. Yeah, I you wanted, look great. I wanted. I I uh, had bad teeth and I was ashamed of it and it hurt my. I was literally one. <laughs> you ever watch a commercial that's like sappy, and then you go, but I get it. They had the Invisalign commercial, and the person on the commercial goes, I was really self-conscious about my smile, and I practiced how to smile without showing my teeth, but now that I have Invisalign, I just want to... And I was like, that's me. Wow. <laughs> I had crooked-ass teeth, bro. Didn't like the it. The commercial spoke to you. It did, but it was a sappy commercial, so half of me is laughing at how stupid it is, and the other half is laughing at how stupid it is, but yet it's still me. Interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. It grabbed mm-hmm. you. Speaking of commercials, glad you reminded me. This week's code to save 50% off mm. your tickets at Yuck Yucks Calgary. Use code BRENT. Ow. Just as my father, Brent. <laughs> B-R-E-N-T. Wait, your father's name is Brent? Yeah. Oh, so you're junior. No, I'm... Hey, hey, I'm not Brent. Nice to meet you. Oh, you're Brett. <laughs> Wow. Your name is Brett. Yo, listen, don't you, even get started. You saw loaded. a picture that I posted and said, with me wearing contacts, you're like, didn't even know that you had contacts. And like, how are you going to be mad at me for messing you up You are comparing your eye color to my first name as Brent if these are equal Brett, facts that I you're supposed to up. know? That I don't know your eye color yes. is okay that you don't know my name? Because you look at me. How many times do I say your name? Uh, barely not enough. And put that pinky down. You're not drinking fucking Hennessy right bitch. now, okay? You're drinking rape, date rape juice. Yeah, <laughs> is this, this is, um, <laughs> this is terrible. The, I'm, what, uh, it's probably high in alcohol. Though, I'm right? drinking, no, 5%. It's mostly water. Can I take a sip? Yeah, it's shit. It's water. Water. Oh, it tastes like soda water. Thank it's great. you. So that's awesome. You'll it's, get drunk and you won't you even taste it, right? You will not get drunk on Isn't this. that the idea? Uh, you listen, won't get drunk on that? No. Why not? Uh, vodka and carbonated water, if anybody drinks it, knows what I'm talking about. Uh, the water and the vodka, it just doesn't... Oh. It doesn't get you fucked up. You've never heard a guy be like, I had like six vodka waters, let's fight. It doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Oh. The vodka, the better the vodka tastes, the more it tastes like water. You add water to vodka, it tastes like nothing. Because realistically, it is nothing. Could you... Uh, could you imagine someone in the history of time saying to an officer after they've been like, how many drinks have you had tonight? And then being like, um, well, like four, but they were vodka sodas. So, like, they're more like two. If you drank vodka soda, the officer wouldn't ask you if you were drinking. He'd just be like, are you the designated driver? And he'd be like, yes, I am. Okay. Hilarious. Vodka water has no taste. Any real alcoholic knows if you want to drink, you drink vodka. It doesn't give off a scent. When you're intoxicated. Okay. It doesn't. It does not. <laughs> Are you a housewife? It mixes with everything. <laughs> At a funeral? Coffee, orange juice, apple juice, pineapple juice, yeah. Yeah. water. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't get you as messed up. It here's, just here's what I mix into my diet. Complete okay? forte. It's the now, complete forte I wish multivitamin. I had a cool All right? Name like that, forte. I, I don't actually know I don't. My name's Sterling. I have a great name. Take one of these vitamins. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how I become the complete version of me. Okay. By compliments brand. The what cheapest is the complete is. version of you? You tell me. 
I am a little concerned because I don't think you're complete yet. <laughs> okay. I think everybody at home is waiting on Brett to, you know, truly spread his wings. See, for those of you at home who don't realize, Brett's still in his 20s. He's a young guy. 27. You know I mean? yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Don't try to boost it. You look old. You look, you're a young guy. You're a young guy. All right. And your brain hasn't even developed until he's 30. So they say 25, but I'll give it to you. Uh, some studies say 30 is when you're fully mature. The studies that like help my argument shaky. say 30. You're still shaky. You're still shaky. All right. So he's, he's young. No, guy. you're right. That's my whole act is making people under 30 feel like shit. Yes. And I should also feel like the way. Go on. All right. And I feel that we're we're gonna we're gonna see the true growth of uh, Brett Forte one day. I want to see. Day. I want to see Brett Forte. When his metabolism slows down, that's uh, what I want to see. So does Brett Forte. Because uh, what's happening right now is that he's young, all right. But his lineage, his stock that he comes from, is big. They're thick. They're strong. Code word Brent. Right? <laughs> and uh, that's gonna happen to you, Just bro. Just my dad, not my mom. My it mom's doesn't matter, bro. A creature it's your with tree. It's your tree. Fair. It's from your tree. That's your stock. Okay, well, You're look part at my, one, okay, part two. So let's just solve some of it right now. Look at my wrists. Doesn't mean shit. No, no, your bones don't grow. So this is thin boned. Mm-hmm. So I, there's no cap. There, you see what I mean? I got a ceiling to my growth here. Uh, okay. No, because you're not you're not lifting, bro. No, no, I lift as much as you want. The bones don't grow. Therefore, you can you only can have. On so it. yeah, but you're less likely if you're small bone. Maybe to be. if you stop eating discount coffee at fucking <laughs> banks, then you'd gain a few pounds. I think the bank splurges for brand name. So. <laughs> I think Folgers is the way they. I think the discount, the discount I was implying was how much you paid for it. Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do how with the quality of it. Now, how my dad stole pop from Walmart for fifteen years by hiding it under the cart. Okay, it tasted better because it was free. No, it didn't. Taste it had better. a better fit. It had a better pop to it. It did because it was stiff. It was nervous and. You you definitely as white as you are grew up with a black father. Oh, yeah. Because he wasn't around. Yeah. <laughs> that was an asshole move because he was, but, you know. Yeah. I just wanted to slide. Yo, I'm still in roast battle mood. What would be. Can we talk about that for a second? I would love to. Can we? Okay. So, first off, for everybody uh, listening right now, everybody. we just had the uh, Battle of Alberta. Uh, Calgary was up two wins to zero uh, coming into tonight's show. And uh, I rallied the troops as captain of Team Alberta. And, uh, you know, we talked about it. We said a prayer. Yeah, yeah. We sent one up you to the big guy upstairs. You went off the fucking radar for two weeks. I couldn't get a hold of <laughs> you. You rallied <laughs> the troops, you motherfucker. You posted it to your Facebook the day of the event. Oh, yo, come on. <laughs> you rallied the troops. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, go on. I was in vacation mode, people. I just understand something. Yeah. All I do is work. I needed promoting mode. I got vac- I got Todd Ness. I you you did. You did. And I I apologize. I was the weaker of the two in the promotions. And And you were nice enough at the end of the day when we caught up the money, you gave a little bit more to me, so it's all good. Okay. As long as you could see that I knew yeah. that you deserved more money. Thank you. Okay. Then we're good. Because I was thinking it in my head. Oh, well, bro, you didn't have to think it in your head. I was thinking it in my head. (laughs) I'm the the Vince McMahon of this whole operation. And I'll give him that. I just want to be Bobby Heenan. Not that important, but around for many, many seasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The brain. He was always there. 
He was always there. He was on the sidelines, always announcing. Bobby Heenan. That's his name. What? What is his? What did I say? I don't know. It's just. I don't. What know. did I say? What did you say? I don't know what I said. Bobby Heenan. Now I'm gonna say what you said. You said Bobby Heenan. I don't know what I said. So is that the name of the I guy you're thinking of? What did you say? I didn't say anybody. Well, you said something. I've just been whatever listening. you said. I'm gonna say back now. Well, now I'm. Scared. I don't think you know the name of the person. I think, and I'm I think you just now. tried to confidently. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, okay. I'll buy Are it. you saying I don't I, know who the fuck that is? I don't know their names. I <gasps> never knew the oh. announcer's name other than like the king, he was the Jerry announcer. Lawler. He was an announcer. Jerry? Bobby the Brain Heenan. Heenan? Yeah. He was a wrestler. Oh, okay. And then he was a manager. Yeah. And then he was an announcer. Okay. You were looking for a real minor role in this uh in this game. Huh? I like watching entertainment, not being in what? it as much. Tonight you were the entertainment. You were in a robe on stage. At one point you put on a <laughs> what do I call it, man? Uh, can I say? Say it. Uh, fucking KKK outfit. Yeah, you I put, put a Klansman outfit on. Yo, you guys got to watch the updates. I wore a Klans outfit on stage at some point during the battle. Uh, here's why. Uh, to all the people who are not only fans of the podcast, but fans of the uh, Battle of Alberta, I lost in the last Battle of Alberta. I lost personally my round. And as team captain, that's the first time it's ever happened. And Brett took very good, good due diligence on insulting the shit out of me on stage. And I'll be honest, salt in the wounds, it hurt. It hurt. And I didn't want to feel that again. So I went out. I, I, I came to win. I came to win because, I, I don't know, man, you guys have a I lot got of jokes you here. for me. I got you inside. I felt... I felt uh, I didn't like the feeling. I didn't like the feeling of being a loser. I am you not. You should. I am not That's a guy. That's the idea. I'm not a guy who yeah. loses uh, roast battles. But that night, I didn't bring my game, and I lost. I did lose. Shout out to whoever that fucking guy was who will never get the chance to open for me. Okay, uh, <laughs> you're talking about the last one in Calgary. Yeah. So you, I, I lost. That wasn't a provincial battle. That you I were know. just in the round robin. But you I were didn't just like participating that I lost. in my. Yeah, I, don't I know. Like that I lost. So whoever now, let's be honest, you were drunk that night. But I'm, I'm drunk a lot of the nights. I know not. Eh, not tonight. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even smoke weed. Right. I wouldn't even. And look how dialed in you were. You went off on Chandler <laughs> Billinghurst <laughs> from the hip. I think you nailed like ten. I think it got up to like, like Mahomes numbers. So when you guys watch. Uh, yeah, I had Patrick Mahomes numbers because I know I did at least yeah. seven in a row that were good seven enough. Seven touchdown drives in mm. a row from the hip, but and that's I, how we closed the night. It was I crazy. felt that in the last battle, uh, I was embarrassed for my loss. Okay, what did I do? Insulting the wounds. I pulled you, up the picture of you taking a shit, shit. on the side yeah. of the road. So for those of you who don't know who were there, he literally. Okay, so me and Brett were doing a road gig together. This is an intimate time. This is a bonding moment where two comics are trying to learn each other, right? We but know each other. We're I'm not learning anything. Other, we were learning because you learned that I can't have breakfast and then be on the road for three hours. So what happened is we had breakfast in the morning, and then we drove on the road, and within an hour and a half, which is my digestive system being correctly on time, I had to take a shit. But we were in the middle of nowhere. 
this has happened to me before. Yeah, that's the first so thing you was, said. You're, I was I was like, opening you up said, to you. You said something like three other comics have seen this, and you fling the door open yeah. and took a shit in front of me. I dug a hole. Uh, not in front of you. I dug a hole yeah, and you in do, a snowbank. And you do. I took the photos, and I told you that I took the photos. Yes, you did. You did. And then I but posted the selfie. But then you used the them in the battles. Yeah. Do you know what I was scared you were going to use? What? For those of you at home, I'm never battling bread again. One day, Brett came to my house, and I didn't wash any of my dishes, and my sink was filthy. Yeah. And Brett stayed there yeah. while I was gone. <laughs> I was scared you were going to... I... So if you showed a picture of my sink... It was gross. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. never have... Won- I couldn't bounce back from... That's what I was worried about. I was like, I can't bounce Here's back from thing. that. I still entertained company with... You did? <laughs> I still had guests. And... <laughs> You know, of course I'm saying, oh, fucking, don't mind the mess. The fucking, don't go over there. The f- Just stay on this side of the house. You, the filthy animal that Just, lives here. Yeah, you stay know? on this side of the Come house. Come in here. I'm going to show you this uh, lamp with no lampshade. <laughs> Click. Yeah, it illuminates the knives on the dresser, the long knives, the big ones. All right, listen, people. I am a single male, and I live at alone. And I have a collection of kukri knives oh, just. that are custom made from Nepal. Okay. And they are made to be used. So mm. they are what? they are sharpened. They are the on, real deal. On what? And those are no, don't you you didn't you didn't see the drawers. I have sharpening stones. I don't open drawers. I'm a good guy. I have guy. diamond uh, sharpening stones. I have uh, sharpening stones meant for curved blades. I have um uh, a, a lot of stuff for maintenance. Uh, you know, you Ma- know. Whoa, 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 Maintenance. Yeah, so when you use them. Oh, to sharpen to the blades. I thought you meant you, you were doing some sort of maintenance with the knives. No, no, no. I use the knives, and then I use these you, objects to maintain them. And how them. do you use the And first of all, don't, what did you say? Your chupari blade? Kukari. 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 Okay, so picture Blade Trinity, <laughs> Wesley Snipes, what he slides into his utility belt before flicking his cape over, those knives. Or if you Daggers. go Resident Evil there you go. 3, yep. um, the knife that she uses that's curved is a kukri blade. Those are native to the country of Nepal, and I had somebody from Nepal in Nepal craft and make five of them. Oh. And it was expensive. Wait, so... Uh, why? If shit goes down, I'm ready. Yeah, guns better. I do have guns. Yeah, I have four. Yeah, yeah. Those were in suitcases. You didn't see those, right? Again, I don't open drawers. Don't open suitcases. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why I respect you. You know, I step over piles of uh, clothes of tax returns that haven't been filed. From you saw those ones from four years ago. How did you know that? How did you read them? <laughs> If it's on the top of the pile, it's getting red, dude. Come on now. I didn't dig. If it's I, uh, top of the garbage can, you can peer. In 2019, uh, the government no, uh, 20, had requested. 2015. No, the government in 2019, oh. in January, yeah. uh, wrote me a letter yeah. saying that if I didn't do my taxes from 2015 <laughs> to 2019, they were going to put me in prison for a year. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's what you saw. Oh, yeah. I'm, there's things so there's I, things I go through I don't talk so about. So you think I've <laughs> done you dirty in the roast battle? I mm-hmm. don't think I have. I don't think you did me dirty. I think that uh, I lost. Yeah. You appropriately and I uh, big dogged you. For did a that moment. shit? Yeah. But you know uh, that's what it is. I don't like the way it felt when I lost. Good. And then when you did no the salt one. in the wound, 
It hurt. No <laughs> one should enjoy the No, L. it hurt. Don't enjoy I will it. tell you right now, if you watch back those videos, I'm sitting there laughing. What you can't see is the tears. I, I actually did recently rewatch that tape. It's the only There's way, shame. It's the it's only a way lot of shame. I can get hard anymore. I have to watch myself roast. I was you. hard when you were roasting me. Good. No, you were laughing quite hard and I was It was out of shame. It was out of shame. It was it wasn't a real laugh. If you ever had seen a comedian laugh on stage and you go, I think he's faking it. If you watch that video That's your set. I was fa- No That's your whole set. I genuinely laugh at my jokes. Uh huh. Well, Are you, you telling you, me? No, then you have a problem. No, just, the problem is that there's not enough people like me. Because you've heard them before. <laughs> yeah, but they're so funny. No, no. Have you guys no, ever no, come you're, to one of my Chris shows? Chris Lee is the same way. He fucking gets goofy and la- and people make fun of him for it, but you, you can't. I, but I think it's funny. It's actually great. I think my jokes are And great. I think delivering a joke with a bit of a, look, Jeremy Hot. You ever been to Walmart? Oh, he's the master of oh, that. What a miserable place that is. Oh. I, the fact that he Shout out to Jeremy Hotz. If you're a young person and you haven't seen a comedian, uh, one of the classics that are Canadian, yeah. Jeremy Hotz is a genius. And the fact that he ends on an inclination, like he's almost about to bust himself, mm-hmm. is is uh, genius. It took him, I guess, six years to figure that out. This is something Breslin told me uh, to my face. Uh, when I was a very young comic, a couple years in, I showcased for my first time at the Toronto Yucks Club, kind mm-hmm. of a big moment. Mm. Sam Walker last year had his big moment and had two hecklers in the back of the room trying to end it for him. What, uh. did, what did Sam do? Pulls out his flashlight, click, click, bang. Beams him at the back of the wall. You fellas say something? For the first time in years, I guess Breslin looked up from his roped-off booth. <laughs> From his Candy Crush that he plays while you showcase for him, which is angering. It's like, hey, look up. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm a physical guy. I do a lot of bullshit with my shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's what's funny. Not really my words. I don't have any jokes. You're a performer within writer. just wiggle, okay? And I you can't see my wiggling while you're fucking little. Anyways, Walker handled it great. I'm showcasing. Breslin tells me after. That uh, he's like, yeah, you know, you just got to, like, work on finding your voice, like, who you are. He goes, someone that took a while, Jeremy Hot, six years in, he was getting headliner laughs. And I said to him, go to the States. You're ready for the States, Jeremy. Jeremy goes, no, I just, there's something not there yet. It took him another year, and that's when he really implemented the whole miserable, about everything, mm. I can't stand it. And that's it. Now you can just go on stage. Lean on the mic like and Bill Burr and just fucking talk. Crush. Wait a minute. What now? What did you think about that advice? You're five years in now, right? Oh, almost. Yeah, it would be this. This summer will so be five at years. So five years in. Uh, what is your voice? Oh yeah, I'm the born in 1992, but we're pretty sure he grew up in the 80s. Oh my okay. God! You know it's hilarious. I'm embarrassed by my generation, and I think you should be too. That's pretty much what. My so bios. here's the, the here's the funny part about when you just said I'm born in 1982. Okay, you're literally 10 years younger than me. Yeah, that was all the fun. See, I here had. we go. That's all. And I we're have. good friends, and we get along. Why? Because my brain is somewhat almost no, at your. No, you're masculine. As feminine as Brett looks, he he's got manliness to him. I can't hang around weak dudes. <laughs> now I know a lot of people right now. You know, maybe 20 out of the 100 watching are like, fuck you. I don't know if we have any weak fans. I think they're all strong. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Todd Ness. I am a, uh, I'm an alpha male. 
I'm an alpha male, and I feel and like... And I know because you looked at me in the eyes when you said it. Yeah, for the first time, I'm all not ashamed podcast, of it. <laughs> for the first time, all podcast, you uh, went away from the reflection, and you went, I'm an alpha male. I had to let you know because you're you, in the room. And I smelt your fucking... Your, it's like bleach. But, like, you know, when, when, <laughs> when two alpha males uh, meet... They, they can get that set. And that's why you didn't like salt in the wounds, because it was one alpha. I felt weak. Taking away the bark of the other alpha. Yes, no it was. Mic. It was. And I just went, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and I didn't like it. I hated it. I hated it. What else it. did I say on that one? I did the imprinting joke. <sighs> I don't remember. All I remember is the pain. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you were the you, favorite, because uh, I brought you up. Yeah, like, and Yo, you hit me guy. really hard. Like, yeah. that salt in the wounds was better than the round that the guy I went against. Good. You had That's like at least six very well lined up insults <laughs> for me. Yeah, that it I'm, was like getting. I'm not a good guy. No, I don't want you to be. I don't. I don't need you to be a good guy. <laughs> if you were a good guy, I wouldn't even be on your podcast. I'd be like, I don't want to do the good guy podcast. Fuck that podcast. I'm glad we're doing it now. I wanted to do this the day before the. No, Oaks I was battle. tired. I drove him from Calgary. Wow. You know, getting standing ovations and all. It's hard work. Did you though? Mm-hmm. I, d- I believe it because it was the laugh shot, man. I've seen you do so well there. So I do do crazily other. well I do there. Do other. Yeah, I did. And the lineup for your DVD, did you sell DVDs? Did you have DVDs? Yeah, I sold 45 copies. The whole weekend? Mm, no, the whole weekend I sold um, 50. <laughs> okay. But I, I would argue that's a little slow for you. Very slow. Yeah. Because um, typically I do 30 a night. But So that's uh, another like grand right there. Right on yeah. TV. So the lineup was honestly, it was like watching was uh, like one of these LA comics coming up here and seeing yeah. the lineup. Ryan Ash, Nigel Lawrence, and me. That's who it was the majority of the week. Ryan Ash was working with you all week in Calgary. Yep. Oh. He came up the same. He came up just after me. Let's so uh, talk about what Ryan Ash is going to have to do now. Yeah, um, so I think he's done. Right? No, I put I an end to that tonight. I, I no, think. I think. Is it over? I don't think it's over. Uh, so here's what happened, guys. Um, guys. Brett hey, went against pause, Ryan Ash. Pause. Mm-hmm. They say in radio school, okay. this is where I come from. All right. Don't say guys, because not everyone's huddled around the radio watching this right now. <laughs> it's just one loser by himself. Okay? How dare you call your 100 fans losers? <laughs> First of all, how dare you very accurately number the amount of people that listen to this? Because 99 problems are going to be <laughs> <laughs> You just laughed at a joke that wasn't finished. No, it wasn't. Because in you my just head, said I said 99 problems. Yeah, because I go, you have 99 fans, and the bitch will leave one. And then in my head, that was funny, but it didn't come out. And yeah. then even when I said it out and loud, you went I'm to like, the drink Ugh. with the pinky. Well, you know, here's what happened with the pinky. <laughs> you guys ever do something as a joke, and then it's stuck? As an actual personality trait. Yeah, please push that bed. Uh, you ever have sex in the fucking bed move like that? It's horrible. You try to fuck it back into place. What are you talking about? I've done that. But anyways. I fucking uh, the prone, and I barely move. Oh. I no, just, you, you, if you do that position, yo, do you try to count to 100? I come in like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Bro, I, I do that move. I come in from the fucking. But I try to do 100, and it's not even about the girl or the sex. It's more about, yo, can I hold this plank? Like that. <laughs> You're That's pl- what I'm thinking. You're counting seconds of the plank in missionary? Yes. No, in plank. Like, I will uh, lay her on her stomach. So the female will lay flat on her stomach. The female! And the male, a.k.a. Sterling, will then mount her in a plank position. You then line up your, your penis with her vagina, and you uh, 
in a downward uh, thrust, you would hold the plank position while, whoops, you know what I mean, dropping your penis in and out of the vaginal canal. And uh, that, uh, it works great for your core. Uh, the longest I've ever held was two minutes. Cool. I recommend you do that. Okay, cool. Hmm? Cool, bud. Whatever you ask me, I uh, told you. I always say cool, bud, because You're recently. A millennial? No, no. Well, speaking, I'm picking. I'm, I'm picking marijuana, bud, out of your robe right now. Yeah, because I'm 37 and I'm single. I'm 37 and I'm single. <laughs> I'm allowed to do. I that. have weed in my robe. Yeah, because I started late, so I'm fucking. I'm acting like a, I smoke like a 16 year old, but I have the income of a 17 year old. That's it. I've seen the f- yeah. <laughs> I've seen the paperwork. That's correct. Uh, and just like a yeah, seventeen, you saw what I claim. Just like a seventeen-year-old, no, no, you rich. don't file your tax like you have never filed them. No, that's why I was getting in trouble for it. Ugh. I was getting in trouble, as we said earlier. You are getting in trouble. It's not over. No, I filed it. You saw the old paperwork. That's the one. What did you file? How much did you have to give them? <laughs> and it is wasn't it on a payment? lot. Is it, it on payment? Yeah, it's on payment oh right now. I owe God. the government like. <sighs> You don't have any. Yeah. It's okay. It's a couple thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. couples of thousands. Couples Bell. and couples and couples Bell. of thousands. Yeah. It's not in the double digits, but I do owe them in the thousands. But I had to do, no, I had to. I had to do up to 2018 or I was going to jail. Yeah. But I didn't say anything about it because yeah. that's not cool. Yo, I'm going to jail. Well, for tax evasion. <laughs> I would <laughs> actually. Fucking- but how long do you go to jail for, for that? Um, it would have been decided by the judge based on how much money I owed. Okay. But I was under, I feel like it was an empty threat because I was under 10000 that I owed the government. Right. Um, so I don't think they're going to put me in jail. So you don't know how long? No, but okay. they called me. And the guy called me and he goes, is this Mr. Sterling Scott? And I said, being rude. I, I was being rude. I said, um, No. But I have his phone. You want to leave a message? <laughs> yeah, it's not a great idea at the moment, but that's all I had. And he goes, well, I don't know if I'm talking to Sterling Scott or I am, but I will say this. We sent you a letter. You never responded to it. And this phone call is the last of its kind. Because the kind of this phone call is where I'm telling you what that letter said. But the next phone call is when I'm outside your house. That is what the CRA said to me. He goes, you don't want me to be at your house, Sterling. Why? You don't want me to be at your house. Why did they have Liam Neeson do the fucking That's, call? Yo, I'm not making this up. Yeah. He said to me, the next phone call is when they're outside my house. Yeah. And you don't want me outside your house. Oh, my God. So what I want is for you to work with me, Sterling. When can you give me your taxes? And don't tell me a date that you're not going to fulfill. Because wow. when you don't fulfill it, I'm not calling you, Sterling. I'm coming to your house. Now, this was because I haven't done my taxes since 2015. Whoa. So I had missed four years of doing my taxes. Whoa. He goes, I need 2015, 16, and 17. Yeah. In seven days. Yeah. And to find somebody, you need to send it to me in seven days. After seven days, I'm going to go and look in the system to see if you have found somebody to take on your case. And if I don't see your name in those case files, I'm not calling you anymore. I'm coming to your house, and we're taking you away. Wow. 
And I was like, what do you mean you're taking me away? Well, I'm not, what, you're going to take my stuff? Because in my head, I'm like, whatever. I don't even live at the address you have for me. You're not going to get anything. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. We're taking you to jail. And then I was like, well, yeah, you can do that. He's having, <laughs> he's having so much fun in that job. He must be because he scared the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie to you. I filed my taxes in five days. Yeah. And um, I uh, paid all my money back, and then uh, I got in trouble from other shit. He gets paid to threaten people and just, like, be tough. D- it it's worked. Kinda, it's kind of fun. You know what I like, though? It was tough but fair. He's like, tell me a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't come through on that date, I'm taking you to jail. Jail. And that's what my options were. Do your taxes, people. Yeah. Do yeah. You- Sterling Scott says... <laughs> File your taxes because the government will take you to jail. Did you know that when you don't do your taxes, the government can go into your bank account and just pull your money out of your account? Whoa. And if you get a check that the government has to take taxes out of, they can freeze the entire check and take the entire money. Whoa. I got a check from CBC, but because CBC is a government program, the government sent me the... (laughs) You ever get a bag of chips that was empty? That's what my check felt like. They sent me, not my check, but they sent me what my check was supposed to be, and then they took the whole check and said, you didn't pay the government. I was going through a lot of financial problems, bro. Does this happen to white people? Uh, White people that, I think Dave Chappelle, (laughs) Dave Chappelle ended all the jokes I could do about uh, white poverty when he said, the only difference between white people and black people is that when white people go through poverty, they don't think that they should be. And that's the most, f- you can't really go any more than that. And it's true. Like, when black people go through poverty, we uh, accept it. We go, yeah, this is the financial situation. Yeah. This is what it is. When white people go through it, they're like, why am I poor? Yeah. Right? And it's, it's, it, that is what upsets you. We're more upset about being poor. Yeah. You're upset that you are poor. You're like, why? Why am I poor? I should not be poor. It's the same as you being upset on the stool and salt in the wounds. You're not happy with the loss. So you're f- I don't feel you're fighting to get a, you don't no, like it. No, it's not the same because you didn't accept uh, the feeling. You got away from the feeling. No, because most comedians aren't as good as me and they can't get away from that feeling. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. No, what I'm saying is this. Uh, that that was fuck you guys. I don't care. The point is, uh, what do we the salt say? Fuck wounds, just you, not no, you no, guys. No, it's not a bunch wounds, of. It's just one guy. Hear me out. The salt in the wounds. Why it hurt was, I don't think the person that beat me is better than me. Who did beat you? I forget. Was it, it Alex Byron? He's the dude who's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. That's he Alex Byron. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he won, and congrats, he won fair and square. Yeah. He actually used a tactic to beat me that was brilliant. And I'll tell everybody now because I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm very good at crowd work, and I'm very good at riffing. Yeah. So what I did was I didn't write jokes for him. What I waited was for him to come up. He was going to go first, and I would just rebuttal anything he says to me. Mm-hmm. What he did, which was brilliant was he wouldn't let me riff. Every time I tried to riff a joke, he would be like, no, don't talk to the crowd. Don't just say the joke. He would interrupt me. Oh. And he kept doing it. He wouldn't let me get into a groove because, as you guys will see, when I get a groove going, 
it's fire. You will reference what's his name again, D- D- Chandler, Billinghurst. All right, for everybody watching this, go watch. Sterling makes fun of Chandler Billinghurst. Uh, from you, the hip, you've already given the YouTube video. Uh, yeah, because you're gonna title it <laughs> a title. Yes, I'm giving it a title. Right. Here's what happened with the Chandler Billinghurst roast. Uh, <laughs> that is what I mean when I say I can go from the hip. Yeah, as I just stole that from you. You're the one that says from the hip, but I just love nah, it. I'm not shooting from the, the hip. The one that says shooting from you the know hip. what That's I mean. That's a saying. That's it's yours. But it's, no, I mean, it's not mine. But in between the two of us, I don't use. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm all hips. Hip. I got yeah. the hips. Uh, you, ah, I shoot for them often. But you shoot from the hip, and I love it. So when you said it, I'm stealing it. But the point is that every joke I said about Chandler Billinghurst was made up on the spot. Hip, when hip, I hip, lost, hip, hip. In Calgary, the competitor I was going against wouldn't let me get into the groove mm-hmm. that you will see in the Chandler Billinghurst roast from Sterling Scott. That's a big sell for yeah. a clip that might not even have the It's going to happen. Let's just be honest. Right. Now that I've done that, you no, have I'll put to. It up. You I'll have put it to. Up. And it's only going to be 30 seconds, but it's a good 30 seconds. It's a ratatatat. Yeah, but that was the groove he didn't want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept stopping it. Because wow. he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Okay, he looked kind of drunk. He looked like the dude from <laughs> um, uh, when Sarah, meeting Sarah Marshall or whatever. You know, the dude, the, the dude. Saving Sarah Marshall or whatever, meeting Sarah Marshall. The fucking guy who plays the piano, does the songs. All right. Whatever, man. Fuck it. You guys know what I'm talking about. That guy, he looks like that guy, but like more losery. And so if I got on a roll... What I would do was take what the audience sees and fucking pull it apart. Okay, don't beautiful mind this. Don't like. But he it. wouldn't let me. Yeah. He beautiful mind me. Yeah, yeah. He stopped me. Well, his mind. He kept is- saying. He kept saying, "Don't talk to the crowd. Say the joke." And then I was like, "Shit, I don't have a joke." His mind is actually bipolar. That was the thing, and I had the one bipolar joke, <laughs> and it didn't work. Eh, whatever. But yeah, the point is, I didn't. I lost. Uh, fair and square. Uh, I was not on my A game. The guy beat me. Yeah. And when no you did the wounds, it was very painful. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want it to happen okay. again. I didn't want you to make fun of me again. All right. That's what happened. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I didn't want you to make fun well, of me again. Well, it's kind of been happening for the last 40 minutes. So well, I'm okay with that, though. Um, I don't like losing. I don't, I don't mind losing in front of your fucking Sony Alpha 3. I don't like losing in front of fucking uh, 300 people. That's 4K, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? That's 4K. 4K. Giddy up. You got to get the fucking Series 10 SD cards. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> cool words. Um, we're yeah. going to get into Ryan Ash. Okay. Let's do it. You want to start or me? Well, I was a part of it, so I guess it's better from a third party. Because um, we were saying, you were saying, you I was this guy saying, up. You said yes. this guy was so good, and you said, like, you said with certainty, you looked into my eyes yes. the same way you looked into my eyes earlier and said, I'm yes. an alpha male. Yes. Except you looked at me and you went, no, no, like, you're going to lose. He's good. He's really good. And he loves being the heel. And he loves being, he's really, he's got prowess on stage and confidence. And he's good. And then I remember kind of being a little scared. I was like, how's his act? Like, looking for any weakness? Like, mm-hmm. looking for, like, his Achilles heel? <laughs> yeah, but he's like, he doesn't have a lot of time, does he? You're like, no, he's got a lot of time. And it's all gold. 
I was like, oh, shit. Uh, so uh, this is going to be a, a compliment to you. Good. Uh, I still feel the same way I feel about Ryan Ash as the day I said it to you. Wow. Um, I feel that uh, maybe he didn't. Uh, I don't think he came with full firepower, and I didn't, I don't think he knew you were going to be that good. Uh, I'll say this YouTube, right now. YouTube. I didn't com. think you were going to be that good. YouTube.com. I honestly did not think you were going to. He came with some fire. Mm-hmm. He came with, like, you. I came with Blastoise. Yes. That's the thing. You did. And, uh, man, look, I really hope you guys get a chance. I hope he posts videos with the clips the from YouTube it. The YouTube is titled, uh, <laughs> you gotta do like good. Yeah, Savagely Roasts in Capitals, right, for the clicks. Yeah. Uh, fucking Winnipeg. You know what? Fuck. You gotta, you know what you would, you'd have to do? Put two of his bad jokes, but one of his good ones. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Chop but, it up. Yeah, but like you did win that fair yeah. and square. You did, oh, yeah. you did decimate yeah. that one. I, I, I do think Ryan Ash is a very good oh, he comedian got me that. He got and a battler. Nice yeah, but he was good. I can't uh, wait. Your last one, yo guys. What I rap to his face? He not likes, the rap. Oh. Not the rap. The rap was I expected that. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was after that. You said some other things. <laughs> when you watch the tape, you'll see what I. Mean. Oh, my favorite part was when I. Talked about the uh, plane crash. That let's can we say that joke? Is that okay? It, if yes. we ruin it, of course. Let's talk about. So here's the mindset going into it, guys. Let's set this up. Let's okay, not, let's Brett not tell the this. joke yet. Let's not tell the. We're joke not gonna yet. do it yet. No, no. We'll okay, get cool. to the joke, but okay. I just want to talk about the lead up behind it, the thought process. It was beautiful because so that crash and. Uh, where was it? It was a terrible Iranian. crash that happened in Iran where a plan a plane was uh, shot down. Yeah. And on that plane, Brett, take it away. There was 30 Edmontonians. Yes, there was. Uh, that died this week. Yes. So we're doing the roast battle in Edmonton. It is the 9-11 of Edmonton. It is the, more accurately, the Humboldt Broncos of Edmonton. So right away I go, Humboldt. I've seen it three times on stage. Only Three people have made jokes regarding Humboldt in a roast battle, and only one of them won the round. An Edmonton person lost because of a Humboldt joke in Alicia Calgary. Snyder was Snyder, winning. that joke was beautiful, yeah. and fuck Calgary for not laughing at no, it. No, it because she didn't say it with the confidence you have to. Uh, okay. She kind of just said okay. it and went, hmm, and put the mic back in. It looked more like shock value. So what did I have to do when I said mine? I had to be like, I call whatever I said, call him out like, you know that's funny or something, whatever. But, so I'm going, okay, this could be powerful. I've seen it be a home run. I've also seen it lose rounds. So it's like, is it even worth it? And then uh, pretty much the joke, I guess, is just knowing in my mind when one of his jokes falls flat, when they when it doesn't get a good reaction from the audience, I can just cringe and go, oh, bombed. I guess you're the 31st Edmontonian to crash and burn this do you, week do you know the sad thing is if you <laughs> had given that joke to officer dan and i because i my my i had a i had a wardrobe malfunction you couldn't open your robe on I stage couldn't open my robe a, on stage for a full minute oh so he could have done that to and you. if he did that joke right there he would have won uh i'm not gonna lie uh, yeah that 
because the joke still got laughs, but the wardrobe malfunction, the waiting, it fucked up the rhythm. Yeah. And you can see, like, if I got that robe off, yeah. the next one on with the thing, and then yeah. I was into my pocket to pull out my phone because the whole point of the insult was to put on a clan outfit. Oh, my God. And then the performance was to say the speech, not the speech, the oath, to recite the oath that police <laughs> officers take oh. when they get inducted. So you were winging that. It seemed a little bit off. Because, yeah. yeah, because yeah. I fuck, when I put my hand in my pocket, yeah, the yeah. phone wasn't there, okay. and I panicked. And that's when I just did the ending part where it's like, I'm here to protect and to serve. The oath for the police officers does not say to protect and to serve like no. that. That's not how it's listed. So what I did was I said to protect and to serve so that people would yeah. identify with that, uh-huh. know that I'm saying what a police officer would say, and then I finish with an exception of blacks, natives, and any other people of color. Right. And the crowd was like, we get it. Yeah. You fucked up, but we'll give you the clap. Yeah, yeah. But if I was to pull that off cleanly, that's then your, it would have been a, That's your home run. It would have been an easy, because yeah, the, the next two jokes were easy to win. Yeah. But I fucked up, but the only reason that brought me through was that Dan fucked up on his last joke. He didn't get it out. Dan crashed and burned. Yes. He was the number 32nd Edmontonian. <laughs> he was... <laughs> he did. Everyone was going but, down. Yeah, because if he got that, his last two. Yeah. Uh, but the, before the, the extra joke, though, his last one was weak. And I even said it. I go, I'll let you get away with that one because I bombed mine. But if he was to knock that joke out, I think I would have lost. So shout out to Officer Dan. I felt like it was yeah. a well-fought battle. I thought that you were smarter than most of the people I've battled because you didn't just go with the average regular stuff, you know. Average regular stuff. I'm not listening, guys. I'm wearing Invisalign. Shout-outs to Invisalign that you're not paying me for. Shout-out. Uh, Shout-out to Officer Dan. Officer Dan is not a nickname. He is an actual police officer. So yes, he is. when uh, Sterling is in his clan outfit doing the oath of the police officer, that's how that makes sense. And uh, to do the same thing you did to me with Ryan, saying that I'm not sure Ryan gave you all his firepower tonight, I will do the same on Dan because this is what Dan is dealing with in his police officer life right now. Dan one time performed at a Christmas event in front of his whole District. That's a good thing. And he was denied a promotion and $15,000. He was held back in his career <laughs> because someone complained that he, you know, was making jokes about fucking homeless people and stuff, and he's a cop, and he shouldn't be doing that. Well, welcome to comedy, baby! Exactly. So, one bad <laughs> apple, one gander, ruined it for the goose. <laughs> then... I didn't know that. Then, That's funny. Then time goes by. I'm so sorry, Dan, but that you get... You get what I'm saying when I say it's funny. like Of course. He's laughing, too. Okay, good, good. Well, good. <laughs> he'll like, laugh later. Okay. So I'll be mean now. Now, uh, he's been kind of, you know, staying under the radar, still touring. I take him where I can. I brought him to Vancouver. Like, I really like working with the guy. And, uh, well, he was under the radar until recently where he chose to do another gig for some police officers and firemen. Jesus Christ. A corporate event. They said, can you do corporate? time and he goes well kind of yeah but uh, you know i'm not that clean and they're like okay well could you send us something he did and then they went okay that's not too bad just tone it down a little they said he goes all right he gets there it's a podium like with a mic sticking out of it there's no like handheld microphone you have to stand behind a podium like you're jean chrétien and then 
uh, it's he says it's like the royal fucking wedding. Everyone's in beautiful like ceremonial oh. police, you know, when they're like looking nice. Mm. You know, they got their skirt on or whatever. The firefighters or whatever they wear like a fucking skirt. Yes, whatever that's about. I know what that is. Um, so he said it was like that, and he bombed. He did quite poorly, and he goes, "That was like my first time on stage." Um, that was he goes, "That was back in October." And he didn't do comedy since. And he recently did a little Ugh. show. Like, he took this massive break and then had to step in with a fucking lion. So did, I genuinely thought, I said to him, I said, I thought you were going to bring your costumes. They're mad, they're mad at him. Is Again, though, that's the point of the story is that they're, they complained again. Because he was, not only was he offensive, but he bombed this time. The first time he crushed. The second time he bombed. And now they're trying to take it. And now he's in, dis- he's waiting for disciplinary action. He's That's waiting for hilarious. someone to call him. The same fucking guy that called you. To so, let me get this straight. You could shoot a black person or beat up a native, but if you tell a dick joke at a fucking party with cops, you get written up. Yeah. That Our system is fucked, bro. That's how you get the pig. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how the pig that's goes That's how down. you get the pig. You fucking gotta make him do comedy. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah. Uh... uh, uh I don't know, man. I'm just, I won. I don't give a fuck. Yo, is that 51 grams of protein with only two grams of sugar? Or is that two grams He's of what? He's looking at a uh, uh, jar. 580 calories is a lot, but it's a jug of protein. Grams. And it's 51 grams of protein, uh, two grams of fat. That's what that is. Okay. Uh, the carbs are going to be about 80. That's three big scoops, though. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, what are you doing? That to me is a meal replacement. So a lot of times my stomach, I, I'm, I'm not hungry hours before a show. Mm-hmm. Just the blood goes elsewhere. It needs to be in the fucking mind, not the belly. I understand totally. And uh, the mind, the hips, and the shoulders mm. is where the blood needs to go on my Mine rig. is in the throat. I change my octave. What? And then in my dick. Yeah, I change my octaves. And then, okay, and then your dick? Uh-huh. When? On stage? Uh-huh. Do you, do you need dick on stage? Uh-huh. What do you use? My mind, my hips, and my shoulders. Well, that's why you're failing. It's all about the dick. Gray sweatpants and good you don't wear comedy. Gray, you don't gray, wear gray sweatpants. That's how big my dick is. What? It that looks you like I'm wearing wear. gray sweatpants. Oh, it looks like when you're wearing jeans. <laughs> when you're wearing black <laughs> jeans. It looks like... Oh, I'm talking shit. Uh, no, but I get that. I, uh, I'm gonna have to buy that one. I'm gonna be honest with you, yo. I fuck, I fuck with that shit. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna slim down like a little Brett Forte. I'm 160. I wait. Oh, I'm 160. I'm. Do you six know the summer one. when I came over to your fucking house and I was 168? Uh, in the no. summertime, July. No, I, I came over in the summertime. Yeah, you took your shirt off today. You had a little belly on you. I know, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to get at. There was two pigs on stage. Yeah, there was, and one of them got <laughs> fucking roasted. <laughs> I uh, I gained 20 pounds. I'm 100 and... I went, when I was at your house, I was 168, uh, and now I am 188. And, uh, nah, you look good. You're good. No, the fucking belly's there. Yeah, it'll, I'll, I'll get rid of it. But, yo, we're falling off this yeah, bed. Yeah, we got to go. We gotta fix this. You were an awesome uh, fill-in mirror. Thank I you. Like yeah, dude. <laughs> mirror. This is. But hey, yeah. make sure you guys pressure Brett to play these three videos. Okay. Three videos now. Hit me out. Recap of the roast battle. One. So I gotta do a compilation. Just hear me out. 
recap of the Rose I Battle. I have an editor, by the way. I don't do all these myself. the so. Rose Battle was great. Uh, I felt like every battle had some zingers. Uh, so it's great to watch the recap. We should at least show one hitter from every comic. Uh, we. Two. Oh, we. As a you. We. Rally the you. troops. Get, hey, you. Talk about how you rallied the troops uh, I rallied on the vacation troops. I was, Listen, man, I was high as fuck. Mm-hmm. Every time you called me, I was fucking, sleeping, or smoking. So <laughs> I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not. It's rude. So, um, fuck it. It's rude. <laughs> you should have texted me first before you and scheduled a conversation. The point is, uh, you're going to want to see uh, Ryan Ash versus Brett Forte. But, like, you know, in the rap battles when they only show the good side, just watch Brett. And then a third one is uh, not my battle, but watch Sterling Scott <laughs> riffs on Chandler. Yeah. Those are the three videos. I guarantee if you watch it, share it with your friends. It's going to be funny as fuck. Uh I'm going to fall off this bed any second now. Chris, if you're listening, you got some work to do. you got some editing to do, pal. Uh, again, the code word is Brent for 50% off tickets. B-R-E-N-T, That's not right. B-R-E-T-T. Do you know the name of your father? Oh. <laughs> no code word on the side. <laughs> Two beers. Okay.